You could do the whole reading The following podcast is produced or sponsored by a community member. The content, views, and opinions expressed are those of the participants and do not reflect those of BMC or the town of Belmont. BMC welcomes your comments. Call us at 617-484-2443 or emails at access at belmontmedia.org. Amen. <laughs> Why do you do that every time? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Le Colleague's Like Hi. This is Nike, Leniska, and the T is silent. Yes, because I am from France. Okay. It's Amen. your girl, Tina. And today we have a special guest. It's our homegirl, Lorna. You could say Hey, y'all. My last name is Closeil. Oh, that's nice. No, thank you. It's French. Oh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> Do really not be deceived by her voice. She I'm is not a moon blonde. I am Aïtien. <laughs> Amen. And today we're gonna be talking about the talk. Mm. Y'all know what talk we talking about. You can't know. You gotta say it. Go ahead. You've been conditioned. No, you can say it. Ooh, this is that's 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 Y'all are y'all are all scared to say it. Say it. Hold on. This is rated M for mature audiences. (laughs) So um. If you're not 17 plus, <laughs> this is your time to clock out. And we got a new episode no, coming next week. No, no, girl. So they they, need, they need to be tuned in. Let them listen. Shuckle, shuckle. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about... I can't even say it. <laughs> Sex, baby. Wow, it's out there. <laughs> All right, Lorna. You want to give it more oomph? This is your thing. <laughs> She's not a sex doctor, by the way. She just This is just her thing. Yes, I am not an expert at all in fact what got me really interested in this topic is one my experience being a haitian american woman and not only that my freshman year of college in my anthropology class i was taking a research methods class and we had to do a semester long project and i did mine on the sexual education of haitian american women because i was like i never got sexual education Mm. you know what i'm saying my mom has never talked to me about sex like Mm -hmm. she's never like she uses like euphemisms like so like a word to like replace the actual word so she won't use the word sex she'll be like she'll say things like respecte you know what i'm saying or like fair spell that type of stuff or like femit peel you know but she'll never like say the word sex my dad she hasn't talked to you i've had boyfriends i've had a whole whole boyfriends you know what i'm saying my mom has, ne- and they've come over, but my mom yeah. has never, like, used the word sex. Oh, same. Like, I don't know if it's because she thinks I'm a, you know, quote, good girl, because we know what, like, a good girl is in the Haitian-American community, so she doesn't feel the need to have the talk with me, but no, like, we've never had that conversation, mm-hmm. never at all. And I was like, okay, if I never had that conversation, right. maybe other Haitian-American women never had that conversation. And I know it's a dangerous assumption to make, but, like, in this situation, that assumption was true. Right. Like, in my study, there was, like, a lot of Haitian women that, that did not have um sexual education. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, okay, they don't have sexual education, so that means they're they're not having sex. Girl, I was wrong. So I surveyed 58 Haitian American women. Wow. And out of those 58, 68% of them were having sex, even mm. though their moms told them, didn't talk to them about sex. And if they talked to them about sex, they were basically like, oh, premarital sex is wrong, so don't do it. Right. Oh my gosh. And I think that's very alarming. I was shook. And you know what the gag is? I don't know if it's true for you, but most of the adult women in my life, like my aunts and my mom and everything, don't put them on blast, but they had premarital mm. sexual mm. intercourse. 
yes, which girl, is what yes. is. How did you find out about that? Did they tell you or um, like the math of their children? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and their wedding day. Uh-huh. Yeah, some of them had like five year olds, you mm-hmm. know, at their wedding. You yeah. know, so it's like um, clearly this this is not true for you. So why, if you're gonna tell me, you know, let's talk about mm-hmm. it. But no, it's right. just a statement of don't do it. Mm-hmm. And they wouldn't say I did it. So this yeah, is why they, I know mm-hmm. they wouldn't say they that. Won't say you, that. You, are, I, you have to find out. Mm-hmm. You have to find out. You gotta do things. the math. You gotta do the research. Because I can't say how many times where I've seen like you know just growing up in the Haitian church for so long. Mm-hmm. How many times I've seen people be engaged but the wedding got rushed out of mm-hmm. nowhere and then Shorty Fact. gave birth eight months later and it's mm-hmm. like wait the way math, the math works. You was already pregnant, so Absolutely. you did this for moms, like Absolutely. you know. And I know, I even know mm-hmm. a couple cases where they even told me their parents were like, "You're getting married, no yeah. ifs, ands, or buts." So mm-hmm. they had to have the small wedding asap, just mm-hmm. so their parents not want you feel me, because you know, yeah, you're in church, and yet here comes your kid Gouvant with a boyfriend, and it's like, <laughs> you know, yo, growing up, like I growing up, I just thought it wasn't something to talk about yeah but as i got older and i realized everybody was having sex around me i'm just like why isn't this a topic of discussion Mm -hmm. like this is a thing you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like just like you breathe people are out here doing it like Mm -hmm. every single day like and i well when i have my children that's definitely dialogue that i want to start early like i want to make them comfortable to talk to me about those things like even if they have questions even if i don't agree with their method or whatever they want to do I still want them to come and talk to me mm-hmm. you know what I mean because if you don't tell them the world is going to tell them Lorna had a point Lorna you said um, you, um, say you've been conditioned mm-hmm. and that's so real like mm-hmm. I think a lot of us were uncomfortable to really talk about it and even say it because you don't say that like mm-hmm. you know like yeah. like you said my mother uses euphemisms euphemisms you can't pronounce it because <laughs> for me I remember one time you know this was like right after I had like my first period you know um, my mother see me um I'm balling up. My homeboy comes up, gives me a hug. The hug, I guess, was too long. You know, I was already getting uncomfortable. I was like, my mom's watching. Let me go. You know, he gave me the hug, rocked it, rubbed it. I'm like, ah, let me go. I go home, and mom's like, Simone, um, she thought about the party. I'm like, yo, what we about to talk about? Like, I don't remember doing nothing wrong. Then she, like, she never says sex at all, but she's like, as a woman, you have to be, like, when boys are around, you have to, <laughs> don't can't. be too close. Like, don't be sitting on their laps. Don't let them touch you. Don't mm-hmm. let no one touch you, as a matter of fact. Then she's like, I'm like, bro, English, please? Because, you know, I'm, like, 12. My crew's not even that good. And you're saying, like, I don't speak Proverbs, like, English. So it's like, to this day, me and my siblings never got the talk. But they told us, like, you know, don't touch. Don't let people touch you. There was no That's another thing, too. Like, they make you feel like it's you everything right. is you oh, yeah. everything is up to you mm-hmm. if the, if there's a decision made it's your fault if yes. something happens it's your fault mm-hmm. you know like they don't make you feel like you're like it's your body Absolutely. and you're like they don't have that talk they're just like something like that it's just like girl right and i think like as haitian women because okay we can agree with the fact that like 
we're Haitian, but we're also black women, right? Mm-hmm. So I think us navigate navigating through these different cultures is complicated because we have just so many different like messages sent about our bodies, right? Yeah. So when we're navigating in black culture as black women, I think our bodies are very hypersexualized. Like yep. people mm-hmm. look at a black wo- a woman and they're like, oh my goodness, like big boobs, like big mm-hmm. butt, this, mm-hmm. that, and the third. Um, and we see in music videos, we see in hip hop how much like our bodies are just like hypersexualized and then once you enter into like the Haitian realm the Haitian mm-hmm. household they don't want to see a sight of femininity yep. you know what Shut I'm saying mm-hmm. so it's just like it's so confusing being in both worlds like yep. when you're outside it's like wow like your body's just like mm-hmm. just so like oh my goodness right. she's a woman like yeah, she's ready for it. like you know what yeah. I'm saying mm-hmm. but once you get home it's like you're not a sexual being your yeah. body doesn't belong to you yeah. your body belongs to your family exactly. you know because Haitian culture it's very much a collectivistic society so it's like whatever you do with your body you have to break these words down oh sorry (laughs) collectivistic sorry so like um collectivistic as in everybody's together so what you do like it's not what you do you're not individual like you are in like the united states you know individualism Mm -hmm. is not a thing in haitian society like it's, what you do reflects your the, parents. Right, like, you go out right. and have sex. That's a tarnish. it's about them. It's, it's not about you. Yeah. It's never about you. Because how many times have we heard what fem want? What fem want? Everything is about Absolutely. them being a oh, what fem want by them man. Like that means you will make other people talk bad about me. And it's like, why does everything come back? to you mm-hmm. yeah it's like, not about you 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 like why do you even live like that why, why do you care about what the next person at church is gonna say about you because mm-hmm, chances girl. are her daughter oh she's doing there. uh-huh in them streets where's her daughter at you mm-hmm. so worried about what someone's gonna say about me where's her kids at one of my friends um <clears throat> recently lost her virginity and she's older than me she's like 23 or whatever so she lost her virginity and she told one of her friends why and her friend's mother like took the girl's phone and read their messages and told her mom no. right first of all violation that's disrespectful i'm 23 years old there, there will be none of that mm-hmm. anyways i mean but that's just me yeah. but um so then her mom instead of you know just be like you know why why didn't you tell me how you know talk about the experience or whatever her mom just got to the why would you do that you know like what where else have you done all this other stuff and it's just like girl babe like that's not the response we want to hear when we have that experience and that stems from them not even talking to like not even talking Mm -hmm. to us about it and it makes you feel shame about your body you know what i'm saying like as you're trying to even learn how to love yourself you're just like oh i'm uncomfortable with this situation because i don't know what it is yeah right how many times have um um, has your mom or dad made you ask you to change something because they thought like, oh, it's too skin tight, your shape is out, or or it's All too short? Because my, my mother likes to use like, oh, your shape is out, like, mm-hmm. oh, wear wear a wear a spandex mm-hmm. underneath because your butt's jiggling, and it's like all the you're time. The one looking at that. I got a you know mm-hmm. a right. nice behind and i got it from my mother mm-hmm. you know, i didn't mm-hmm. ask for this yeah. blessing curse mm-hmm. right. you know? <laughs> and all the time when i'm like well it stopped now a little mm-hmm. bit because i think my style has changed probably because of them mm-hmm. but when i was younger and i would wear certain things mind you i didn't buy these things they yeah. bought them mm. so, right that's another mm. gag <laughs> so when i would wear these things and they would say stuff like you need to go change or you need to my mom would say what vanja 
like meaning Yo. are you selling thighs <laughs> like are the are these thighs on sale mm-hmm. and i'm just like what the heck like what am i supposed to wear like right. i don't know how to cover this up i don't know how to like control this like mm-hmm. this is just on me like i need to learn how not how to work it like come here boys but yeah. like <laughs> i need to learn how to like uh, embrace and feel comfortable um about it and i remember when i was growing up like first of all in my family i was the one with the big you know with the big butt Mm -hmm. um and i was as i was growing up i used to always walk a, in a weird way like I would in like put my butt in and I would right. walk like a hunchback mm-hmm. oh my god so sad I would do that because I was so self-conscious <laughs> I was so uncomfortable with myself Aww. I was so uncomfortable with my butt because everybody would make comments about yeah. it and I would like walk I would ugh, yo it was torture like walking mm-hmm. alone mm-hmm. I would be so scared to walk I would like think about it so much I'd be like okay I'm gonna get up and I'm gonna walk to go sharpen my pencil and I'm gonna bend my back I'm gonna bend <laughs> it so hard they're not even they're gonna wonder what's going on with my back not my butt and i'm gonna sharpen it real quick i'm like i don't even need to sharpen these pens i'm just not gonna take notes today like oh, it no. was just so bad and it's mm-hmm. because like i wasn't taught to like be love comfortable and love my body mm-hmm. it's just right. like yeah trashery mm-hmm. yo because even down to shoulders right like hey you don't want your shoulders out Facts. at church any like, sign of femininity it's like a threat to their <laughs> existence <laughs> right like, i've really never seen someone understand. look at a shoulder and say Oh my god, I'm hard. Like, I don't <laughs> think anyone's ever done that. You never know. <laughs> Honestly, no. People be getting off on some. You never mm-hmm. know That's that true. one. You never friend. know. Or said, you never know. <laughs> or said, like, show for them shoulders. Like, you never know. That's true. Oh my I god. never, I wouldn't dare bring out the shoulder, the collarbones. I the, mean, my collarbones are gone now because, mm. you know, the weight doesn't suck. But when I used to have collarbones, never would I leave them things out. Mm. I mean, at church, no, but mm-hmm. you don't know. That's when the de- that's what the demons be at. Mm-mm. You okay? So I feel like I've never had that problem with like dress. Like my mom has never been like very like whatever hypercritical about the way that like I dress, and I think that's because I'm very petite. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like I don't have a lot going on. Mm-hmm. So like when I would wear a short skirt, she'll be she'll mention it. She'll be like, "Oh, that's a little uh, short," but she knows I'm gonna wear it anyways. Like my mom know I. <laughs> She calls me Fuica. So I just call myself Fuica now because right. that's what she thinks Same I am. At this point. And I'm at that point in my journey where it's just like, and I've been at that point in my journey since I was like 17, 18 years old. Mm-hmm. I'm like, if I got to wait until my mom gives me permission to do something, mm-hmm. I'm not going to live my life. You know what Facts. I'm saying? So like, I've always like worn what I wanted to wear. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I am a Christian woman. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So me not dressing any type of way doesn't necessarily come from my mom and her teachings, you know? Mm-hmm. But it comes from like my love for god and me knowing what like um what i want for myself Mm -hmm. you know and um i'm not gonna just wear anything because like we can talk i I am a feminist but we can like say whatever we want to say like how you dress people are going to perceive you in a certain way Mm -hmm. and there's a certain way that i don't want people to perceive me so i'm not gonna dress in a revealing way Mm -hmm. but as far as my mom telling me what to wear she doesn't do that my dad my dad don't even speak so my dad is not like your Mm -hmm. typical haitian Haitian dad dad. it's different like my dad he speaks when you speak to him that's it but other than that he's like it's funny that you say that because it's like 
I like I said, like I, me with my outfits and stuff like that. I was mm-hmm. my mom dressed me till I was like thirteen <laughs> until I got sick of wearing whatever she wanted me to wear. You like I got tired of looking like a pilgrim. Yeah, <laughs> you was like, hold on. <laughs> I got so tired of it, so you know, I, I started finagling my own little things, but mm-hmm. I still stayed in their boundaries yeah. of, of fashion, which was fa- no fashion at all. <laughs> first of all, yeah. <laughs> I stayed in, and till this day, I stayed to the in their boundaries. Like as you can see. I have like my turtleneck mm-hmm. and my, my long jeans now it's just become my style Absolutely. like right. and I, I don't know what my style would have been had I not mm-hmm. grown up like that mm-hmm. I don't know if I would mm-hmm. be dressing a different way mm-hmm. I personally don't think I would but again you, you never know yeah. but I think that I wish they would have taken I wish they would have taken the route of this is your body doesn't belong to you it belongs to God mm-hmm. you know you need to value your body mm-hmm. you know what you dress how you dress says a lot about you mm-hmm. you know Absolutely. things like that that kind of conversation so that I could think to myself you know what am i what am i gonna wear today to represent who i am and whose i am and mm, what i believe in yes girl instead of what am i gonna wear today that my parents won't be mad at mm. let me see let me see, mm, let me see. and yes, it was always a whack yes. fit right <laughs> but can i just like hop in on that i think it's good that lorna that um you know because your mom didn't force that on you you made the mm-hmm. conscious decision absolutely i think Mm-hmm. For, to back to Nike's point, for those of us whose parents were policing everything we wore, there's two people. You could be Nike and you could stay in their bounds, or you could be the person that's like, "Cause you don't want me to wear that, I'm, I'm wearing a wear crop top mm-hmm. to service." Like, oh, yeah. there's two people. But um, to go back to wait, what'd you say again? Hold on, it's gonna come back to me. I had a point. I had a point. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, you said you wish that your parents had told you your bodies was God's, and mm-hmm. whatever. I think mm-hmm. there's a way to relay that message because mm-hmm. my parents did that but it wasn't it wasn't in a way that i wanted to hear it yeah. like i think when you're always threatened mm-hmm. with the word of god you just start to resent mm-hmm. the word of god that's why my parents mm-hmm. were saying it i was like i don't care about that yeah mm-hmm. move me by the love of god right you know what i'm but saying i think when you're always threatened with oh my god you'll go to hell or you'll die you just start to not even care no more it's like <laughs> they almost make god seem be that bad <laughs> at some point at some point i'm like okay your god is not that loving <laughs> everything's gonna send me to hell but it's the way you relay the message Mm -hmm, and it's the way you live the message as a parent Mm -hmm. i guess when when parents see like their kids aren't going to church route you got to rethink the way you show them god Mm -hmm. because if you was dragging them to church but you cussing your friend out or you you gossiping every day or you sinning on a daily they're not gonna want this god you're talking Mm -hmm. about so i think you know a lot of things play into that Mm -hmm. um lorna what are some stats that you found from um your research my stats girl and where'd you get 58 Haitian women from girl. I'm Haitian. Facebook, social oh, media, okay. girl, the whole like, network. People your, sharing. I know you said your school had. Like, oh no, no. Most of most of my study was done like on Boston women, actually, because oh. it was like my network on Facebook. Like oh. I know a lot of Haitian women, oh, gotcha. so I ended up like surveying, like I said, 58 Haitian women. I'm, and I'm gonna tell you right now, her survey did not have like two questions on it. Oh yeah, it was long. Was like, <laughs> it was real long. No, I appreciate every woman <laughs> that took that. <laughs> it survey. was a long survey. I appreciate. Um, So there was a question that I had on the survey and it was basically like um, the idea of whether or not you were taught the importance of like sexual consent in your home. Mm. And it was very alarming because 58% of like the survey respondents said that they were never taught the importance of um, sexual consent. And 
the reason why that they weren't taught the importance of sexual consent is because um, a lot of their parents emphasize the fact that premarital sex is wrong. Mm -hmm. So like in the study, 70% of um, Haitian mothers said that like, premarital sex you just don't do it you know right. what i'm saying so That's you don't need to teach consent if, if you're not supposed to if you're not supposed to do it you know but even yeah. in marriage shouldn't be, now you're sending a message that even when you're married consent mm-hmm. is not a thing mm-hmm. your body's not and, yours and it's you, the just because you're married doesn't mean you can't say no sometimes right right and you know like i was i was very deceived in that because i was like okay they were told premarital sex is wrong they weren't taught the importance of sexual um consent there was barely any talk about contraceptives, you know? So I was like, okay, Haitian women, they're just Haitian American women just aren't having sex. But girl, I was wrong. Like Mm -hmm. in my study, 65% of the women were still having sex. So I think like an important question that comes out of that is that like, are we not putting our like Haitian American women in danger if um, Mm. we're not giving them this type of information, you know, like, And I was just very conflicted in that because I'm just like, okay, like I'm looking at this from like an like an anthropological like standpoint, like, okay, I think that we should stop telling women to not have sex, you know? Mm-hmm. But at the same time I'm like, wow, I'm a Christian. The Bible says don't have premarital sex but it's just like studies show if you tell women not to have sex and you don't give them the proper like education about sex they're going to do it anyways and they're going to do it recklessly Mm -hmm. so like how do we like reconcile that what do we Mm -hmm. do you you know so like i was just i don't don't know knowledge is power and when you don't have knowledge and when you don't know things like that's just a weakness Mm -hmm. especially in an area that you're already participating in and you Mm -hmm. don't know anything about Mm -hmm. it that's muy dungeon muy dangerous absolutely and and like (laughs) and the idea that like the first time you're learning about sex and learning about your body is with the person you're actually having sex with girl that's so scary thinking thinking of that that is like that I don't dude, think anyone ever thought about it like no, that. I never thought about never it like thought that. About that, it. that. That is actually so, for so much yes. manipulation. Yes. And crazy. And let's not even get started on diseases. Ooh, for real. Most of y'all probably have chlamydia and you Ooh, don't so even know. Girl. Oh, so we, we gotta get to so and, and many people don't believe in so tight. Oh, That's gonna be a long tides. chat. I'm we like, gotta get to girl, he's making you crazy and you just think you think it's normal. You think it's normal. But before we get there, because that right, that so tight convo. Mm-hmm. that's another jazz mm-hmm. i wanted to you know talk about what you what you said about mm-hmm. you know the first time that they're being educated is when they already do it and mind yeah. you that's not even at being educated right because they could you could you could be in a sexual relationship for so long and there's so much you still don't know mm-hmm. and not just about sex because you've probably already done a lot of things <laughs> yeah. i'm sure you could tell the next your next mm-hmm. this what to do but right. i'm talking about when it comes to your body or coming uh, when it comes to like even like science, you know, certain mm-hmm, things that you need mm-hmm. to know or like what you need to know about, you know, like you said, consent, you know, right. what is that? Right. Mm-hmm. Are you got, are you getting tested every three months? Because my doctor told me that was the standard thing to get tested every three months. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? Like, do you know stuff? And even if you have a partner, like you still got to get tested. You still got to know these things. Right. You know what I mean? So, I mean, that puts things into perspective because like you said, from your studies, we Clearly, no pack on onion. Mm-hmm. Like we don't where, know nothing, but we're still doing. We're it. still doing. Where are our parents at? Mm-hmm. Like, what what do we need to do to get educated? Like, 
how can we change this? Girl, uh, how I, can we change this? Girl, this is going to sound so bad, mm-hmm. but I think we just got to give up on the older generation. They're not going to change. I've been but said that. The <laughs> fact that we know better, the fact that we know better, now we got to do better for yeah. our children. Amen. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Oh, I felt so bad saying that. It took right. me no, but it's me. like, you but can't. You know, I'm not saying that. They're going to be sick. They're going to make it about them have a meltdown <laughs> and pray for us. You know, cast Yo, that spirit facts, out, whatever you just said, but it's, it's real. But you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Mm, You've heard absolutely. that thing. You've heard that, right? And I think it also goes back to they haven't been educated about Mm -hmm. it so i mean maybe the reason why they're silent is because they have nothing to say Mm -hmm. maybe they just have nothing to teach us you know what i mean i remember my mom random day i was washing the dishes Mm -hmm. she came up to me and said that means and that was not explicit what i just said um to translate her mom I'm, said no ain't no basically yeah i'm gonna have to <sighs> hit the explicit button but um basically that's what she said mad random i was watching the dish i just had to pretend like i didn't hear that i just asked her what verse you know what verse <laughs> did she get that from she said paste <laughs> ad i'm like okay okay yeah. i was not interested in that anyway mm-hmm. but you know it's kind of <laughs> like i'm just like dang like y'all don't know nothing like mm. what what are you what are you coming up to me saying this mind you she's <laughs> never talked to me about sex before and that's how she this approaches is the first it. thing mm-hmm. that she's ever first and last thing she's ever said about anything that has to do with sex is Word. don't let don't do anal that's sin. <laughs> that's sinful is you is you do if you do anal and the pastor Yo. told me that so it's facts mm-hmm. so it's just kind of like now i kind of like understand a little bit about if they're not saying nothing, they probably don't mm-hmm. know too much, yeah, you know? Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. But Tina was saying how... Oh, uh, can you talk about the thing that you were... <laughs> the thing that you were saying right before we recorded about um the marriage thing? Oh, when I... Okay, that's wait, wait, I remember what I said. My fault. I'm having brain farts. You said, um, you said that... Go ahead. You said that... <laughs> you said that um we're taught, like... Oh, because of that verse, we're taught that um, oh, if you, oh, you want right, to read the right, verse, right, 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 right. just that part. I think, okay, so there is a verse that says, um, so 1 Corinthians 6 says, um, I lied, it's 1 Corinthians 8, 7, my fault. It says, to the unmarried and widows, I say that it is, a good, it is good to remain single as I am. But if they cannot exercise self-control, they should marry, for it is mm. better to marry than to burn with passion. And I had said that. I think Haitians took this and ran with it <laughs> because um, mm-hmm. there should be no reason why there's so many unhappy marriages. Like, mm. see, you done had the sex and now you hate him yep. or you hate her or they're cheating. You see? So it's like, I don't think, I think what Haitians, I think Haitians take verses, Haitian Christians take verses and make it the law without digesting mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Reading Absolutely. it and, and understanding what God was trying to say, which is why so many mistakes end up being made and you just do the opposite of what the verse said in mm-hmm. the beginning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, <laughs> I'm just like, guys, it's, just this, it's complicated. It's, just it's very it complicated. Because it it's just like, okay, so I'm in a relationship. I'm like, okay, so I'm like super horny. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like that verse is like basically like, okay, to like, you know. I got to marry crave, this. Yeah, I got to marry this dude, you know, to have se- to like have sex with them. And what you said, it's 100% valid. That's why we have so many unhappy marriages because mm-hmm. like people are rushing into things because they're like, okay, like this is the only way that I can have sex. So I'm just like, we know what we know about like the study and like different like studies out there about like abstinence and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like, when you preach abstinence, um, pregnancy rates go up. 
um really girl yes they go That's up t- did you and guys hear that yes and like a lot of schools that like have um abstinence only education which is predominantly in the south a, they that have rampant a they right, have no, a, lot a lot of teen pregnancy so i'm just like okay when i read the bible and like i see all these stats i'm just like yo are we going about this the wrong way uh i had a friend she's like a religion major and she was basically telling me so they look at like when you're a religion major they just look at the bible in just a completely different way it's not very spiritual they like have like historical like context and stuff mm-hmm. like that and like i don't know if i agree with this but she was basically telling me about how um the professor was just like oh you don't have like the idea of like waiting until marriage to have sex it's a very archaic idea it's a thing of the past because long time ago uh people really like the way that we view marriage and the concept of marriage it isn't the same as long time ago people didn't live as long as we live now people used to get married at 13 years old yeah. so now we're we're having to wait until we're what like 27 20 like 3 32. to like 30 to like yeah. have sex yeah so it's just like it's just so long and and oh go ahead no go ahead you got this. i was gonna say and christians do get horny i don't mm. know who right who, who you some of y'all y'all see you know you hear a, your christian homegirl had sex or you see a christian person get pregnant i mean mm-hmm. against mm-hmm. against our, our beliefs but mm-hmm. we be horny Absolutely. like and sometimes we be more horny than y'all because we mm-hmm. know that that's because we ain't we doing to, it we <laughs> definitely not we're definitely not doing so we have mm-hmm. to find we have to pray about it we have to fast we have mm-hmm. to find different outlets we have yeah. to worship we have to do so many other things mm-hmm. but the gag is we do get horny like Absolutely. we 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 be we be fiending for that and so we fall like, short and like, we fall and we, we definitely fall short, fall short you know what, what i mean funny though mm-hmm. christians that be having sex when they're when their fellow homie gets pregnant they be shook girl you just didn't get caught y'all both in the mm, same boat one of y'all got true. caught one didn't that is absolutely but they be, they be the most shook they that can't is. believe they be like yo did you know abby's pregnant right right <laughs> abby's pregnant right. yo, that's a risk that be like, waking you up to like woo, ooh, definitely <laughs> continue like, with God the celibacy route right yeah thank you jesus i won't do it again <laughs> no i know for myself like like trying to like be abstinent uh-huh. it was especially going into college yo those are the hard trying years because when you're in, in high school and you're in your mom's house you're not going anywhere you know Fact. what i'm saying oh, like yes. you're going home after school or you're going to work so like that temptation it's not it's there but it's not as like pressing right. at it as it is like in college so like i don't know if you guys are on campus no you you guys aren't on campus but i'm on campus you know so it's just like when you're on a college campus you have access to anything anybody you know so it's just like that temptation is so real once you get to college so it's just like how do you stay true to yourself and how do you stay true to like what you want in the future and how do you not compromise Mm because you're just again you're surrounded by like a bunch of worldly men and it's so easy to just be like and they be fine "Mm -hmm, girl oh no not in my school but anyway the temptation isn't that deep there but (laughs) 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 but like it's just it's just a lot so it's just like again the questions of like how do I stay authentic to myself mm-hmm. and how do I wait on that Boaz? You know what I'm saying? That right, God right. says is coming to me. <laughs> right. So I don't know. What's it's just the um what's the difference between abstinence and celibacy? 
Um, so I, had, I, read that I feel like celibacy is basically like you probably already had sex, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but, but now you're, you're mm-hmm. you made the decision, and I think the idea of being celibate, I think it's a little less spiritual mm-hmm. than being abstinent, yeah. Um, a lot of people could be celibate for like, oh, I'm going to be celibate for like three months. Mm-hmm. You could put a time frame on it. But being abstinent, it, I think it's a very conscious decision to not have sex. That's just my interpretation. Because I, okay. I think I read Devon Franklin's and Megan's Goods book. I forgot what it's called. The, the way, way. Yes, the way. I read it. And like he made that distinction. He was like, celibacy is a little bit less spiritual than abstinence. Oh, that's good. Okay. I'm or maybe, I don't know. Maybe, or maybe I, I like switched it over. Okay. You do it. Celibacy is generally recognized as a voluntary choice to remain unmarried or to engage from any sexual activity mm-hmm. usually to uh, fulfill a religious vow oh celibacy yeah okay what's abstinence, abstinence um also called continence refers to the often temporary strict avoidance oh, okay. of all forms I mixed of sexual activity for any reason okay so celibacy is the spiritual one and then yeah. abstinence is just like you're for, doing it yeah. for a certain amount of time right okay that and makes for sense for any reason and for any reason yeah. okay Okay, I see. Okay, you had said something earlier before we start um started recording mm-hmm. um about um if you could just say the story again about the woman that came. Oh, and that to came to my group. church. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So there was this Haitian woman. I think she's president of like the Haitian like American Medical Association, mm-hmm. and she came and talked to my youth group about sex. And I was just like, okay, this could be interesting. Like, I want to see what perspective or what framing she's going to use to talk to us about sex because, like, we know what the Bible says. The Bible says, don't have sex before you're married. Mm-hmm. Um. So, like, she basically came in, and I was very, I, I just felt uncomfortable, even though I knew I was at church, and I knew what the Bible said. I just felt uh, uncomfortable about, like, how she went about it, because she was basically, like, she didn't really give us information on, like, where to get birth control or where to get condoms and stuff like that, which I'm just like, okay, like, to what extent is that really her responsibility, since we're not supposed to be, like, having it? Mm-hmm. But it's just like, girl... Right. If we're being realistic, you really think a youth group of like 50 plus people, nobody's having sex. Mm -hmm. Like, wouldn't you rather be as a Christian woman coming in to talk to us, be like somebody that's going to be a resource? It's like, okay, Mm -hmm. like if you're ever in that situation, like, you know, you're falling short here's where you go to find like condoms this is how often you need to get te- tested this that and the third because again it's that culture of silence that's mm-hmm. like killing us we're not talking about it so i was just i was very disappointed in that talk and i was just like yo do i even have the right to be disappointed mm-hmm. if i know what the bible says not to have it mm-hmm. so i mean then it, it also goes back to again the bible does say not to have it but it doesn't mean that we won't be tempted, you know, mm-hmm. with it. Like, I, and also, I feel like they also don't give you that outlet of this is where you could get it because they feel like if they tell you where to get right, it, you're going to go gonna get it and you're going to go yeah. ahead and do it. So, um, but yeah, you have the right to be upset because I just feel like we're not getting down to it. We're not getting down to mm-hmm. it. A majority of your youth is having sex. Absolutely. What do we do about mm-hmm. this? You could preach all day long, but you have to get practical. You have to mm-hmm. get down to the nitty gritty. 
you know what i mean like mm-hmm. you guys are having sex this is what the bible says about it this is why you should probably care about what god has to say about it mm-hmm. if you're not saved and some of them aren't even saved in the youth group, absolutely so they don't they really don't care mm-hmm. in the they first really don't place care. really don't no. care they really don't they're care. not hiding and I, it either and i could remember a time where i really didn't <laughs> care like Fine. i really was Fine. out here and i didn't care i was like this is my body and i'm gonna do what i want to do with you it you be daydreaming uh, at church they, y'all i, I be, am a I be sinner at church. <laughs> y'all Back in the day, I'd be dirty, dirty (laughs) Dan in the church. You know what I mean? The pastor would be preaching. I'd be like, like, in a day, (laughs) I'm in a whole music video with my man. Like we, we, you know, we going in like, and it's like, yeah, I, I didn't care, but now that I do care, I'm just like, yo. Are we going to just act like th- most of us aren't sitting up here like already daydreaming mm-hmm. or yesterday we didn't already have our appointments mm-hmm. and we done we have or like some of the awkward tenors ain't already sleeping mm-hmm. with each other. Yeah, exactly. You know what we need to talk about in the Haitian community? Not the Haitian community, but just the Christian community. Like the idea of like being a technical virgin. virgin. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, so you exactly didn't, so you didn't actually really like have like sex sex, like intercourse sex, mm-hmm. but you've done everything else in the book. But like... Because you didn't actually have like sex, sex, you could right. go around and just be like, "Yeah, I'm a virgin." Right. You know what I'm saying? I there feel like no that happens a lot. There was no penetration. I, I had sex. I used to always say that. I used mm-hmm. to be like, "But I, in the eyes of God, are you Meet? a virgin?" Oh. <laughs> my friends were like, "No, I'm a virgin." I'm like, "Yeah, but in the eyes of God, if you're not a virgin yeah. in the eyes of God, you're not a virgin." For sweetie. the I don't lo- care what the, right. what the sex ed class says. What does God say about that? For the longest time, I thought, like, if you don't have sexual intercourse, you're a virgin. You know what I'm saying? Because it's just like okay the other stuff it's not really sad because nobody talks about the other stuff they don't the bible they doesn't don't. say nothing about the other they stuff don't. i don't even know back then if they was doing the other stuff i don't know have we you got read the book of solomon the bible doesn't kind of talk about that well we got more creative yeah. you know <laughs> yo songs of solomon when you read about what he was doing in shorty I don't, yo, one day I was about like 11 years old, right? I was so Sis, bored at church. No. I was like, hold on, songs of Solomon. Right? <laughs> I'm so bored. My mom dragged me to ATB because I was like, I might as well read my Bible since Sis. I'm here. Boy, I had the NIV don't version. Tell me you you know, got off to Song of Solomon. Yes, no. Listen, listen, I'm 11, right? The NIV version That's puts dirty. everything in hood language, so you know it's making sense. I, I'm reading. He's like, when I lick your tender breast, like, honey. No! I'm like, Yo, I closed the Bible stuff. I was like, oh my God. No. Oh, I don't think this is okay. I was like, I got a dirty oh Bible. Oh my God. But that's because it was so taboo. Was I was like, shades of gray. <laughs> listen, listen. Oh I remember one no. time I heard a pastor, like, he was just saying, I don't know, some Instagram pastor, right? Um, He was on mm, live talking about. <laughs> they different. He was like, yo, if, if you ever need some tips on uh, your honeymoon night, read Songs of Solomon's. Then I had flashbacks from when I was 11 reading that thing. I was like, shades nah. of Solomon. <laughs> 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 no, yo, that's my. But the but you know, well, I didn't know that. But I mean, I don't know. Does the Bible get to it? Like, you know what I'm talking about when I yeah, you I know. know but Tina about. knows me. I like to get to it. Like, yeah. I like to get to the nit, the root, the nitty gritty. Like, let's talk about it because I don't want no confusion. Right. Mm. You know, when my kids, my kids are gonna really not. 
they're gonna come to me but they're gonna think twice because they're gonna be like she's too real i can't i can't <laughs> ask mom mm-hmm. i'm be like yes Yo, literally let me just tell y'all y'all, y'all be getting the pg version of nike on here, <laughs> on here <laughs> i can't the raw nike is too much i it's keep it pg much. because i don't want to have to hit the explicit button <laughs> <laughs> if some of y'all don't listen to explicit podcasts i don't want it to get lost into you know the explicit rounds mm-hmm. of the podcast world but if if <laughs> maybe if we have a podcast live and we all get together we could really talk but mm-hmm. gonna say it by Mabdila, but Fox like girl. you know what i mean like we know what you mean you know what and i mean that's real because the bible doesn't really like say it like mm-hmm. i know some of us just be like well yeah well. so we're letting like our sex ed teachers tell us yeah. explore this that and the third you know, sometimes you think like, I don't think I should be exploring that. Right yeah. now, you're getting you're getting into mm. the technical. God is not technical. It's mm-hmm. it's it's black or white. Mm. You're, you're a virgin or you're not a virgin. Mm. What do you you're sinning or you're not sinning? What right. are we doing? Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that <laughs> roots the silence. Yeah. Let's not be silent about it. If we're not gonna, if we're no longer gonna depend on our elders to talk to us about it, which they won't. I'm gonna mm-hmm. let y'all know right now you uh, you're not gonna get a result. Right, some of us already grown. Like it's, most it's, of us are already grown. We in our twenties about to have this conversation with mom and dad. Mo- mm-hmm. Most of us can teach a sex ed class at Literally. this point. You know what I mean? So it's like um, let's talk with one, maybe with one another. Like let's teach e- let's teach each other. Let's learn from each other using the Bible. Mm-hmm. Why not? I have a real what question. What does God say? Do you guys what? think this is why? Like for for those Christians that didn't go there do you think that's why some of them started masturbating because it's like well absolutely oh, yeah girl. the curiosity, curiosity so, so killed the me. kitty cat absolutely Meow. Absolutely. no even masturbation we don't want to talk about masturbation yeah. like i like i'm sorry but we all do it we all do it oh, we've even all done it we've all done it or we're all trying to heal from or like masturbation, you know. Stop. Or we're trying to fight masturbation. Or you did it one like, month and then you didn't do it for another month, and you're like, oh, yo, I'm good. And then you and did then it again. You do it like, again. damn, you the do devil it again. got me again. Come on, let's talk. Absolutely, let's talk. And I'm gonna be real right now. I struggle with that. I do struggle, I struggle with, that with that because that I'm not. I'm not having sex. Like I'm at that point in my journey where it's just like, like I just want. I just want to honor God with my body. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And I know with masturbating, you're not honoring God with your body. But, like, I'm not going to give my body to just anybody or mm-hmm. anything. Because, like, dudes nowadays, like, they are just disrespectful. They yep. don't ask for permission. Mm-hmm. In the era of Me Too, like, men just think they're entitled to your body. And yeah. I don't want that. I want somebody preferably my husband to like respect my body you know what i'm saying to like love my body and to just like again what bettina was saying about like soul ties you know what i'm saying like i've fallen short and i've like you know that again we're going back to being a technical virgin like i'm like (laughs) oh it's so hard to just be like authentic but i'm gonna just be authentic Mm -hmm. right now like like i've messed around with like dudes but like i've never gone all the way because on the back of my head i'm like okay i'm a christian i'm gonna save that part for my husband Mm -hmm. which i know like that doesn't make sense and like i could feel the consequences now of like me like struggling from like soul ties with people that like i didn't even go all the way Mm -hmm. um with you know so imagine me going all the way with that person like it's just real and the thing is oh continue no you got this i was gonna say um well me i'm not a virgin Mm -hmm. and i had that period of time like i said i did not care (laughs) like i did not care i was Mm -hmm. doing me like i really had yo it's crazy how the devil can just like 
I'm not even gonna blame the devil. He mm-hmm. he he's the Sometimes root of all. That he's the root decision. of all evil. But I made decisions mm-hmm. for my own self, knowing good and well that those decisions were wrong. Mm-hmm. And I also used to think, you know, I yo, thank God for God, yo. I Amen. really used to. I really used to think that my body was mine. Like, mm. when I tell you, like, I really used to think that I was in charge yeah. of myself and I knew what I was doing mm-hmm. until I got saved, saved, mm-hmm. for real. Like, for real, this time saved, like, not the boohoo at the altar mm-hmm. and go back to what I'm mm-hmm. doing saved. Absolutely. I, 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 I discovered that everything I was doing was so wrong. Like, I was mm-hmm. blinded. Yeah. And not to mention, I had to fight off. Well, I didn't have to fight. I I got delivered from Mm -hmm. an extremely difficult sexual soul tie. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And those things, they ain't nothing to play with. Mm. Soul tie ain't nothing to play with. Absolutely. Soul ties, whether you believe in soul ties or not, they're real. Even if you're not spiritual, you got to believe in soul ties. You got to believe in soul ties. You still got to believe in soul ties. They are real. You don't have to have sex with somebody to have a soul tie. Oh, absolutely. What is a soul tie, first of all, for people who are listening, they don't know what a soul tie is. Go ahead, Bettina. What's a soul tie? It is a soul tie. I feel like Google's not going to like really tell you we what it is. You're going to have to I mean, read an article. We can, we can, we could we develop can, like, from the basics. Yeah. The, okay, but I'm like, getting it from like uh, this little Bible website. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, dang, this is wordy. I'm trying to find the, the right answer here. Okay, so basically soul tie is like, all right, basically it's like the binding of the souls, I guess. Like mm-hmm. a, it's an attachment deeper than... It's like dependency. Like yeah, you feel like you need that person. attachment mm-hmm. and everything... That person does affects you. Like mm-hmm. I remember, um, one of like I went to like a youth conference and the youth pastor like she was saying how like her soul tie was so strong she could smell him coming before he came. Listen, yo. my like, soul. She, yo. she would know when he would pull up. She they were they were so bound to each other that she knew how he felt even when they weren't together. Like she could hit him up like I know you're upset right now. Like you yeah. everything he did affected her emotionally and spiritually. It's spiritual. Mm-hmm. It's soul like, tie it's so is deep. a and, spiritual thing. Right. It could mm-hmm. be a good thing or a bad thing. But when you have a bad soul tie, that thing is draining. Mm-hmm. And I know one of my friends um had two of them. And <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> no, no, at different times. And, oh. And she even let me know like she she um had three different suicide attempts oh, because yeah, Jesus. of these so these guys like mm. I mean she said she wouldn't just blame these, the guys because you know she had you know a responsibility in it too but like mm-hmm. soul ties are so much deeper but you can have good soul ties because the bible says David and Jonathan you know they was besties like they knew each other like this you know mm-hmm. so yeah. that's why it says you know wait till you're married because you know mm-hmm. you should be tied to your husband right mm-hmm. and with soul ties yo you gotta be very careful with that because there's certain personality like traits that one person has yo it can get meshed with yours, with yours and that's dangerous yo, that right. person might have a spirit of depression on them Honey, you know right. spirit of anxiety like just different let me bad you know, spirits, you know, and it's gonna it, affect you i've never been depressed mm. a day in my life never never been depressed until i you know i discovered you know my soul t- like i was having like i was in the middle of my soul tie and i would just get depressed out of nowhere i remember i went through months of being in a deep depression Mm -hmm. i couldn't do anything Mm -hmm. and i was like what is this i was like this is not me this is definitely not me Mm -hmm. i couldn't even pray i i literally Mm -hmm. it was like it was like it was like i was held like i was bound like something Mm -hmm. was sitting on me and i couldn't like i couldn't get out of it even when i would like go to sleep like 
people who don't believe in spirits and people who aren't spiritual th- this thing is real the spirit mm-hmm. realm is very real mm-hmm. and i would i would have um sleep paralysis which is mm-hmm. when you would basically get you know kind of stuck in your sleep mm-hmm. like your consciousness is is aware right. but your body is like in deep sleep it's still mm-hmm. when i would be in those i would see a lot of like like spirits in my room and around mm-hmm. me and it was very, very like I could. It was very scary. Yeah. It was very. If I didn't know certain verses, I don't know how I would get Listen. out. How I would get out of those things. If I didn't know the name of Jesus, mm, I would just amen. scream Jesus, amen. Jesus, and you I would get cast out of those it. Out. But, amen. But the thing is, I would always get into these depressive episodes, or mm-hmm. anxious. I would be getting anxious, or I wouldn't be able to be creative mm-hmm. or whatever, like because of because of my soul tie. And I would know anytime he would be going through these things is when i would be going through these things it's very 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 real i cannot stress it enough for somebody who's gone gotten out of that who's been delivered from that like i couldn't that right there that experience was the realest spiritual experience i've ever ever had Mm. because it was really scary and it was very real like Mm -hmm. i saw things i felt things Mm -hmm. you know what i mean us yo it's not the play right. with. Yo, and you know you have a soul tie or you're in a denial of it when you start making excuses oh, for them. Oh, absolutely. Yo, you make, like, you could be venting to your friends about what they did and they're the clear-minded ones so they're like, don't you see this person is trash? Mm-hmm. And you're like, no, 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 they're going through stuff. You know, the world's against them. Mm-hmm. They didn't mean that. No, sis, no. You're bound. And with soul ties, like, soul ties remain long after that person is gone yes. you could be battling a soul tie from someone that you were with five ten years ago yes that person and could that's be married so scary and you still have a soul tie because they're a person. part of you at yes. that point you know because like the bible says when you like sleep with somebody you're one with that person mm-hmm. like in the context of the bible i was reading something like if you have sex with that person like like in the spiritual realm it's as if y'all are married you know yep. what i'm saying like just because you guys aren't actually married like by law mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that you're still not going to become one with yeah, that person exactly so you're gonna feel what that person feel and you're gonna go through what that um, person goes through and like with that like i have a question so y- you were like talking about like your soul ties and stuff like that like mm-hmm. how how do you think people can like go about like healing themselves from like a, a soul die um for me which is the god is so good mm. first of all for me it wasn't something that i was working at to get out of mm. it was like i said i was in that depressive state so i felt like i couldn't do anything about mm. it i felt like it was impossible to get out right so what i would suggest if you're not if you're not somebody who's under that kind of spell where you can't do anything fast mm. fast and i'm talking about yes food too not just social media <laughs> not social food not just social media food too Girl, fast you just came at me damn okay <laughs> but you love your social media your social media fast thinking that you're gonna get this demon out your mm-hmm. life you need a fast fast food fast social media really get into the word really mm. read what god has to say about you what god has to say about your body Amen. what god has to say about who you are your identity mm-hmm. you know what i mean go to as much bible studies you know freaking church services as you can mm-hmm. you know what i mean and let it mean something to you let right. it be authentic don't don't just go to go don't just go to get something from god and knowing that you're gonna go right back to what you want mm. really be really make the decision it's all about choice yeah. really make the decision to 
to want to get out of this situation, to want to end this soul tie, and God will break it. What I've ex- what I've what I've learned about God is sometimes it's really up to us. Mm. You have to make the decision. He's faithful. He's faithful. He's faithful. God is always waiting at the end, mm-hmm. right there for you for your deliverance. He's he doesn't go he doesn't go away. Mm-hmm. It's up to you. Absolutely. And how my soul tie broke. Mm-hmm. Mind you, I I was after I discovered it, I was I wasn't able to physically do anything mm. because I was just like, oh my god, wow. I don't know how I'm gonna get out of it. Wow. So I went to a service, my friend's like revival church service, and it was like a all it was a big altar call. All like the youth went up and stuff, and you know they were praying and everything. The spirit was definitely moving mm. and stuff. And I haven't like felt the um, presence of the Holy Spirit in such a long time, and I felt it. I was like, oh, my gosh. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to take this chance because I'm so desperate. I'm going to take this chance and I'm going to see I'm going to see if if I could get delivered Mm -hmm. from from the situation right now. So everything's going. Everyone's praying. People are catching the Holy Ghost. People are falling out. And I'm like, God, I don't want to be stuck to this person. Mm -hmm. I don't want to love this person anymore. Mm -hmm. I don't want to have this soul tie. And the Holy Spirit said back to me, are you are you sure do you really not want to have this soul tie? I said, yes, I, I don't want to have this. Girl, I kid you not. The Holy Spirit was like, it's gone. It's done. Amen. It's done. Mm. The service ended. I felt like a weight was like, when I tell you, I Amen. feel like all that stuff came off of me. The wow. service ended. My friend who was all the way at the end of the other church, she pulled me in a room. She said, did you just hear the Holy Spirit whisper that the soul tie is broken? Mm. I'm like, mind you, I didn't speak to her about this. Mm-hmm. Like, this was go- This was all in the spiritual realm. She's like, did you hear that? And I was like, I, I we just started screaming and just having a wow. whole fit in the room. She's like, I heard it too. Like, I heard it. I heard him say that. Mm. It was just crazy. And after that, I was just like, yo, this is crazy. Like, all the months of me tripping over this and it's just that one moment that, that one, one decision. conversation that one decision yeah so wow yo, it she was, was crazy. so like free and bound i think she Amen. hit she hit herself like right after. wow this is gonna like, be yeah. emotional y'all yeah. i am a cancer and i don't even believe in signs really <laughs> like that but like i just say that all the time i'm a cancer to just like you know excuse me being emotional but like wow what a story like seriously like that right there that's in that that's why i can't i can't play with soul ties that's why i've made the the decision to like be as sexually pure as Mm. i can be like i said Mm. i've i've dj'd you know before that's her turn for masturbation if y'all don't know Uh, (laughs) girl (laughs) yo when i first heard that i was like no i've had a few dj gigs you know (laughs) And I'm I'm still, you know, I'm trying to get out of that uh, because obviously that's not pure at all. Mm -hmm. You know, that's I feel like that's just like a covering. Yeah. Um, let's really like emphasize that you do not have to sleep with someone to get um a soul tie. Mm-hmm. Like it could be a friendship that's yep. really not good. A for toxic you, friendship. Mm-hmm. Like, and dependency. some people don't even mm-hmm. realize dependency. that. Yeah. But then you gotta analyze like how much does this person or does this friendship or does this bond really negatively impact your life? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like if if you if every time you're about to make a decision you think about them, mm-hmm. like you think about what they think or what they would yep. say, or you have to consult with them and this is not even like your, your spouse mm-hmm. you yeah. might just be bound mm-hmm. and so if you're not spiritual and you're like how do i deal with this i don't have an answer for you because i just know man with the same amen okay y'all don't want to play with me amen. but listen be free be free amen. be free and free and it is available you know you can get delivered from it 
I don't know if whoever's listening and you're just thinking about, oh, my God, like, I've been, I, I think I have a soul tie. I, I don't, you can get free from it. Make mm-hmm. the decision and talk to your father and about it. And make that decision fast. Make because decision. honestly, some some people, they are out there sleeping with the devil. I am I sorry. I believe God has, like, the ability to change everybody. But some people don't want that. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? You got to go to God in order for God to, like, change you. Um, but like some people said job yo yeah like no for real like I know y'all had like an episode talking about like um, Lugawus right no I'm so serious there are people like literally like I've heard like stories from like Haitian women like Mm -hmm. talking about like yo like I literally felt like I was like sleeping with the devil and they had that soul tie and it was just Mm -hmm. like yo their life was completely changed I have an aunt actually like yo one decision with one man changed her entire life it is completely sad she's still going through it right now um she married she uh, married this guy and Mm -hmm. i she does have a soul tied to him come to find out said job he's a he's a job you know what i'm saying and like my aunt like she is um she was she is well was a very like successful woman very nice house all her kids were taken care of all her kids had cars they're around my age um she was a nurse like she was making big bucks like my aunt was the big spender in the family if you need anybody anything that's the aunt you go to for money you know now she can't do anything like literally this man destroyed her life like when i tell you guys she's like crippled she's crippled like like it's like like people will look at her and they'll be like okay it's a mental illness but no it's something happening spiritually you know what i'm saying and it breaks my heart and i think about that and i'm just like dang one interaction with one man changed the entire course of her life she's not even with her kids anymore you know like like whatever was in her heart told her to sell everything you know sell every she, she has nothing right now nothing at all so i'm just like soul ties are real Real, you know what i'm saying like some people you interact with you like allow them to be in your life they can change the entire trajectory of your life Mm -hmm. so do not mess with that you know and you miss so many of those red flags because Mm -hmm. either you're so in love with their potential of who they can be Mm -hmm. and there were signs too there were signs you don't listen to your family there's Mm -hmm. always signs but when you think you're in love sometimes you're really just in big lust Mm -hmm. with like something about somebody else you will make excuses like Mm -hmm. I said for all those signs and then when you're at rock Mm -hmm. bottom you're like Oh, shoot. Then one plus one starts equaling two Mm -hmm. early on. And sometimes it's not even just sexual lust, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, the definition of lust is just something that you want so badly. Sometimes, Mm -hmm. like, we're lusting after marriage, too. And I think that's an issue as well. It is. Yeah. It is definitely Because that will also have you with the wrong person. Amen. Yeah. Okay. Because um, one of my favorite pastors, shout out to um, Pastor Joel Maristow, she said, sometimes... you know, when uh, the devil sends a decoy, we think the decoy is going to be some trash dude, like worse than the mm. worst. Sometimes the decoy is great, just not great for you. Mm-hmm. And that's why your heart's super duper broken when, you, when you're when you realizing you guys are not compatible. Yeah. Not every decoy is a, a bad person, but mm-hmm. when you're really lusting after marriage, like you will do it for, you'll do whatever for anyone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's true. The devil don't be sending his worst. He's be, he be sending his best. He's on a mis- mission. He wants to destroy you. Mm-hmm. He's not going to send that ugly boy that you would never look. He's going to send Idris Elba to my door. Mm. And he going to get me. If he sent Idris Elba, 
to my door. This is why you need discernment, though. This is why you need discernment. Because you will look like Booboo the Fool out here. (laughs) And and everyone will tell you you look like Booboo the Fool and you won't see it. And that's when you look even more of a fool. And honestly, sometimes you do see it. Because honestly, Uh the Lord, he has blessed me with the spirit of discernment. I, I absolutely have the spirit of discernment. Everybody, ev- like any guy that I've ever been with, deep down, I've always known like I wasn't supposed to be with that mm-hmm. person. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But again, you start making excuses. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, like I'll just be with that person for you a little while. You might get saved. You know? Right. Well, no, I, I, I would never mess with like dudes that like were not Christians. That's oh, a no. Really? That's a no no for me. That's all but I like, do. there's men that are like Christians, but they're you're you're yeah. Yeah. They're they're not, <laughs> yeah. Yo, they're, they're not they're really about it. Yeah. <laughs> they're just a decoration Yo, at the church. Right. Yeah. Right. So. So they're not really like serious about it because like sometimes we think just because they're christians it's okay no right. like sometimes he might be good but he he might not be good for you right. um so like deep down like i've always known like the lord always speaks to me like he's like okay lorna this is not the right person and like sometimes it's just so easy like you were saying but you know like to make excuses like nah it's okay like this that and the third you really think you're untouchable in that moment like oh like i could be with him for just a little while it's not really gonna affect me let yeah. me get through this stage of my life and then i'll break up with him you Facts, know yeah. that's but really that's really not i definitely need to pray for discernment because mm. i mean the dudes i was messing with they were just not christian so that's like Girl, obviously no. like i i didn't need nobody to tell me that was not the one mm-hmm. just like look at this guy mm-hmm. i would be like yo so you're gonna be a christian right mm-hmm. and be like, not yeah! for you girl yeah! you can't even make that decision for yourself you know what i'm saying <laughs> so it's just like i was listening to a sermon the other day and the pastor was like if you got two eggs one is spoiled and one is good if you're making an omelet like the egg is still gonna be bad you yeah, know what i'm saying so yeah. like you can't be unequally yoked and then i watched this other sermon Ooh, the lord has been speaking listen i watched this mm. other sermon and like the pastor was like we were they were talking about he was talking about like the concept of being unequally yoked mm-hmm. and he was talking about how like somebody might not be on the same level as you but they have to have capacity to like receive what you have to like offer mm-hmm. and i was just like like wow like that's, what a message a that is so true because like, i think sometimes some of us like we stop at we're not on the same level mm-hmm, that's and it don't like, talk to me I got like, in. They, you can really <laughs> elevate some people you can mm-hmm. boss some people up right like i know like some some people that have like married and it's like oh y'all not even but they boss the other person mm-hmm. up so the person has to be like willing to be bossed up you can't be with someone that's just not willing you mm-hmm. know like they're like no this is me you can't change me take mm-hmm. me love me now you're emotionally manipulated into taking them because that's just who they are and it's like don't play yourself nope absolutely um that's how the cookie crumbles are we all do you guys have any other points i think we, we touch up on everything? Uh, we touched up on everything i think like okay i i think we have like one more question like the i okay so I guess my question to y'all is so knowing what we know mm-hmm. about like the Bible and mm-hmm. knowing what we know about like studies and like sex and stuff like that like how would you approach like the conversations like when you get older and you have like children I was <laughs> sex is good sex is fun mm. we want to all have one I, we all want to have sex mm-hmm. right and temptation is real mm-hmm. um but God is greater. God is real or whatever God can offer you is more than what a man can offer you or more than what that temporary pleasure can give you. And also I would speak about soul ties. Like I said, my mm. experience, I can't not speak about that to my kids or to anybody who's who wants to enter into a sexual relationship. Mm. I want them to know, well, if that's the decision you want to make, 
knowing knowing what the bible says and um also knowing that you know maybe you might not end up with this person mm-hmm. i want to let you know that the spiritual spiritual realm is real mm-hmm. and i want to let you know if you want to enter into a sexual relationship with this person there is a chance that you might end up having a spiritual soul tie with them mm-hmm. so be careful and then now what decision mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. and i think I think everything that you said is like spot on 100% important. Mm. Like the only thing, like some of the things that I would add to it is like be educate, educate them about like, you know, like consent, let them know like, like your body belongs to God first, but then it belongs to you. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Um, Don't let anyone take advantage of you or manipulate you or make you feel like you're not woman enough or you're immature because you don't want to give them your body. You don't want to give them access to that. Um, And another thing that I would emphasize is that like grace is real. Forgiveness is real. If you have sex and like you fall short and you want to glorify God with your body, go to God. God is very willing to forgive you. Come to me. You know what I'm saying? Like if you start having sex, I want to know. Mm -hmm. And I think it's very important to have like that line of communication with like, um, your daughter or like your son, even your son. Oh, we didn't even, we didn't even touch upon like men, but I mean, we can't even like talk about that because there's no like men in the room. (laughs) Where they men? I just wanted to touch on something Mm -hmm. you said when you said, um, to, to make sure your kids understand consent and Mm -hmm. not be manipulated. I think that, that in itself starts, when your kids are young like if you show your kids that they are important and that they are valuable humans off rip they're not gonna let no one talk them into doing anything they don't want to do if you from a young age tell your kids like show them that they are individuals and what they want is important and they have rights Mm -hmm. when they grow up can't no man or one woman talk them into doing anything they don't want to do because they have i mean well even though you know you know, I don't have to, like, my parents aren't super parents, but, you know, they've done their best. And I think my father has done a great job in telling me and my sisters that, you know, we run we run this. Okay. We run it. My dad says there's nothing a man can do that you can't. Mm. Even though he'll say women can't drive, but when he looks at me, he's like, <laughs> you're the best in the world. Aww. So it's like, because my dad has made us, has put us up here, yeah. like our head's like this. <laughs> you can't make us do this things you just won't make us do if we mm-hmm. want to do it that's absolutely so that's you just got to make it gas them gas your kids when people try to tear them down and like they right. won't believe it they won't right. get it right like, i'm gassed already like there's no exactly pop in my bubble. Mm-hmm. that's so nice because ki- people mm-hmm. kids that, that are not um given um what's that word uh not acceptance what's that word when you're looking for like validation yeah kids that are not given validation at home mm-hmm. seek it in everybody uh, else yeah, and absolutely. that's how you get manipulated and that's how you develop so ties yeah because mm-hmm. someone showed you what you were missing when you were younger yeah. kids with daddy issues right and like mother, daddy. mother issues is a real mm-hmm. thing too people always talk about daddy issues and there's real mommy issues that mm-hmm. roam this earth i guess yeah. but daddy issues are maybe it's because i've like dealt with daddy issues but i yeah, think I daddy think issues are real you know daddy what i'm saying issues are real, but i think mother issues are just as real so yeah. if you show mm-hmm. your kids validation they won't seek it nowhere else amen yeah so on that note we talked about sex hey hey i think i can say it now yes <laughs> oh, okay. sex. Sex. <laughs> yeah. 
Ooh, still a little bit, you know, difficult. <laughs> Anyways, thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Lorna, yeah, thank you, Lorna. for coming. Well, thank guys, you for just, having me. I learned so much talking to Lorna. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? Big words. Collectivist of Vocus. I don't even say? know. Yes. Bye. <laughs> something else I forgot, she but you was know. going around big words. <laughs> I'll review the podcast to learn more of, you know, some words. But thank you for coming, Lorna. We love you. We want to have you again here. Can't Aww. wait. Okay. Um, Thanks for listening, guys. This was Le Kuala Lili Zakai. Bye. Yeah. That's her. <laughs> that, that's. <laughs>